Our podcast today is Hearing God. Our scripture is John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. This is Cindy Whitman with Restoring the Foundations, and I want to talk today about hearing God. Have you ever been in a noisy crowd of people and you hear the cry of a child? The mother of the child abruptly ends her conversation in response to the cry. Or maybe you're in an airport bombarded by a cacophony of sounds, and you hear a loved one calls your name, and you hear them in the midst of everything. How does the mother know it's her child? How do you know that your loved one is calling you? It's really quite simple. You know their voice. Even in the midst of chaos, you can hear the voice of the one that you love because you know their voice well. Recently, we were in Israel, and there were there's a lot of sheep on the hillsides in Israel. I imagine that those sheep knew the voice of their shepherd. Why? Well, because they spent time with him. He's the one that led them to the green pastures. He makes sure that they have water to drink. He cared for their every need. When the shepherd would give certain sounds, the sheep would respond. John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. This verse doesn't say that only some sheep hear his voice or that only pastors hear his voice. It implies that all of us hear his voice. Hearing from the Lord is life-giving and it's vital in our walk with God. One of the things that we love about RTF ministry is watching people encounter the Lord through the ministry sessions. It's so amazing how many people struggle with hearing the voice of the Lord. Pastors and leaders often confess that they don't feel they hear God's voice. In each session in RTF, there's an opportunity for encounter and to hear God's voice. Now, it may be Jesus speaking or Father God or Holy Spirit, but nevertheless, He's speaking and they are hearing. Recently, in one of our ministry sessions, we were explaining to the man that we were going to cut off the curses and then we would have him ask God for a blessing to replace the curse. He quickly said, oh, I don't hear from God. We told him we believed that he would. As we went through the ministry process, he cut off the curses and he asked Father God for a blessing. He heard over and over from Father. He was amazed. We hadn't done anything special other than encourage him and believe that he would hear. Sometimes we have to deal with the word curse like I can't hear from God. But in this case, our belief accompanied with his willingness was enough. He came back the next day saying, you know what? God kept talking to me all night long. All week he heard from God and his life was radically changed. Sometimes we're taught that God only speaks in a certain way. In some traditions, maybe it's only the pastor or the leader that can hear from God. Maybe you've been taught that God only speaks through his word. Now, the word of God is powerful, and he definitely speaks through his word, but that's not the only way he speaks. You know, a few years ago, I decided to test God. I set out to hear him every day in the ordinary things of life. At the time, we lived in North Carolina, and I would walk this hill where we lived. One day, God spoke to me through the beauty of a spider web. Although it was beautiful, he spoke to me and he said, well, that's just like sin. It can look beautiful 
and seemingly harmless only to lead to an intricate plan of the enemy. Another day, I was cleaning my kitchen floor. I had just swept an area of the floor, but when the sun came and shone on that section, I saw all of the dirt I had missed. He spoke to me that day about the truth that when I try to clean up my own life on my own, I leave behind all the unseen residue. Now, neither of those examples are in the Bible. However, we see that in many ways that God speaks through Scripture. He speaks to us in a language we understand. It's personal to us. He's spoken to my husband through sports stuff. I doubt he's ever going to speak to me through a sports analogy. However, he does speak to me through songs and impressions, many different ways. You know, we know that when we see a rainbow, that is a continuous reminder of the promise that God wouldn't destroy the earth again by water. He spoke through something that happened in nature. In another circumstance, when the brook Cherith dried up, Elijah prayed and God impressed on him to go to the widow's house. His need for provision and her need for provision were met that same day as they both obeyed the impression from the Lord. In another circumstance, God warned Paul not to go in a certain direction. He warned Joseph in a dream. So he speaks through dreams and visions, impressions, angels, circumstances, and other ways. He's not limited to the way he speaks to get our attention. We are often the ones that have put him in a box. Now, a few years ago, Lee and I had set aside a particular time to seek the Lord separately. We were looking for direction. The Lord spoke to us individually the exact same words. Now, I'm not going to say it was the audible voice of God. It wasn't. But it was just this phrase that kept coming to me over and over, and the same thing happened to Lee. And the phrase was, it's time to get out of the boat. We knew what that meant. Well, Lee knew that it meant that he was to leave the ministry that he'd been leading for several years. I knew that I was supposed to leave the church staff position that I was in. However, my faith wavered at getting out of the boat all the way. Instead of totally leaving the position, I only cut my hours in half. You see, I knew that if I left completely, we wouldn't have any reliable income. I also had a false sense of responsibility to our pastor. I didn't fully trust God that he would meet our needs. The following year, I was complaining to God about our situation. I heard him say, it wasn't audible, but it was clear. So how do you like having one foot in the boat and another foot out? I realized that my disobedience is what had caused my frustration with our situation. I knew I had to get all the way out of the boat, but I was still concerned about telling our pastor, who was my boss. I prayed about how to tell him, and God gave me the exact phrase I needed to use. I knew that it was from him because it was not something I would normally say. I told him that I didn't have the emotional energy or capacity to do both jobs. The phrase or those words resonated with him, and as I shared about getting all the way out of the boat, he completely understood, and he gave me his blessing. One of my favorite times of hearing the Lord was on a trip to Israel. It was in the late 1990s, and I was traveling with a group from our church. We had one day in the old city of Jerusalem to sightsee and to shop. Our trip had been wonderfully full, and we had no opportunities to get gifts for our children. This was our only chance as we were flying home the next day. I remember our leader impressing on us to stay together in small groups. So I went into a jewelry store to buy a necklace for our daughter. I wanted her name in Hebrew. Two friends came into the store with me. I was busy interacting with the store owner and with my purchase. When I came out of the store, everyone was gone. No one in our group was anywhere to be found. 
It was a different season in Israel then than now. On our most recent trip in 2023, the streets were full of tourists. On that trip, we were the only tourists that we saw. There had been several acts of violence in the weeks leading up to our going, and many tours had canceled. So here I was in the old city of Jerusalem all alone. It was pre-cell phone days, and I had no way to contact my friends. What was I going to do? So I stopped and prayed, Father, what do I do? This is the only day I have to find gifts for our kids. Do I go back to our hotel or do I shop? I heard, or the impression, very clearly, if you'll listen to me, I'll lead you through the city. So that's what I did. I had been to the old city of Jerusalem before, so I knew it was like a maze. But I didn't really know how to get in and out of the maze. But I would walk down the street, which is really more like an alley that's lined with shops on both sides. And my heart was tuned to listen to the Holy Spirit. As I would start down one street, I would either have peace or I would have a sense, don't go that way. As the day wore on, I found the gifts I needed for our children. I was tired, so I stopped to eat lunch. As I looked around, I was literally the only tourist anywhere around. It's not really the situation you'd like to choose to be in, but I actually felt totally safe. After I ate my lunch, I told the shopkeeper that I need to get back to David's gate. Could he give me directions? Well, he called over his eight or nine-year-old son, and speaking in Hebrew, he told him what I needed. I followed his son through the streets of the old city, back to the entrance that I needed to get to our hotel. I tried to give the young boy some money, but he wouldn't take it. That day, God spoke, and I listened, and then God provided a boy to lead me home. I often wonder how many times God is speaking, but we're not listening. You know, I have to laugh. My grandfather wore hearing aids, and my grandmother talked incessantly, and often her talking was complaining. At times, my grandfather would turn his hearing aids off so he couldn't hear her. I think sometimes we tune God out. We're so busy with life that we forget to take time to listen. I found that God doesn't always answer my questions or inquiries immediately, It may be hours or days or even weeks later. The answer may come in an unconventional way and not at a time that I'm specifically sitting and waiting for him to speak. He's actually spoken to me through the words of a song, through a billboard on the side of the road, through a message plastered on the side of an 18-wheeler. You see, the truth is God is often speaking. We're just not always listening. You know, I don't consider myself to be super spiritual. I'm just like you. I have days when I'm listening and others that I'm not. It seems, though, that we've complicated things when it comes to hearing God. The enemy has convinced us through his lies that we don't or we can't hear from God. And we begin to believe those lies, and you know what? We get what we believe. But when we go back to our scripture, John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice, I know them and they follow me. We see that earlier in this parable, Jesus says in John 10, verses 4 and 5, that the sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd. For he calls his own name, and he leads them out, for they belong to him. And we brought out all the sheep. He walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they are familiar with his voice. Why did he use this parable? Well, he was speaking to the Pharisees in ways that they could relate. Sheep and shepherds are common in Israel. The Pharisees would have been able to picture in their minds what Jesus described. What they missed was the real meaning. Their minds were not open to the idea that Jesus was the shepherd and they were the sheep. The sheep learned over time to recognize the voice of the shepherd. It's the same with us. 
As we walk with the Lord, we learn to recognize the difference between His voice, the voice of the enemy, and our own voice. We learn that we can trust Him to speak to us, and He will lead us in the way that we should go. However, if our belief system is, I can't hear from God, or that God speaks to others but not to me, if we believe those lies or those ungodly beliefs, then you know what? We're not going to hear from Him. So would you do something with me right now? Let's just start with coming out of agreement with those enemies' lies. You know, the lies might be, I, I can't hear from God, or that God speaks to my pastor or my leader, but He doesn't speak to me, um, or something like that. But I would encourage you to walk through these steps with me. So let's start with number one, and that's just confessing our sin. So I confess my sin of believing the lie that you fill in the blank. Is it I can't hear from God, or God doesn't speak to me, or God speaks to others, but He doesn't speak to me? So confess that as sin. Then number two, ask God to forgive you. So I ask you to forgive me, Lord, for believing this lie and forgiving a place in my life. Number three, let's break agreement with it. I break agreement with the lie and cancel all of its effects in my life. And number four, now stop and ask God. Father, what is the truth that you want me to know? Take some time to listen, write down what he says, and then make a declaration out of the words that he spoke to you. You know, it's so powerful when we do that, when we confess the sin, we ask for forgiveness, and really it's so important to break agreement with the lie, because anytime we're believing a lie, we're empowering the liar, and then of course that's Satan. So if by chance, you didn't feel that you heard anything right now as you stop and did that, give it some time. Also, if you did hear, ask Father if there's anything that is getting in the way of you not hearing from Him. The stronghold of unbelief that is rooted in other lies may be holding you back. Be intentional, be diligent, don't give up. The truth is found in John ten twenty seven. If you're one of His sheep, you are going to hear His voice. As a child of God, you're one of His sheep and you will hear his voice. I would make it a declaration that you say every day, I am one of his sheep, he knows me. I hear his voice and I follow him. As you declare that daily, and as you begin to intentionally listen to him, you will hear him. I have great faith to declare that. We've ministered with hundreds of people that came believing that they don't hear from God, and they have all left with pages of notes of what God spoke to them through their personal encounter during their RTF ministry. Let's pray together. Father God, I thank you that you're a good, good father, that you know your children. You know how to speak to each of us in a language that we understand. Thank you, Lord, that you don't give up on us and that you are continually speaking to us. Father, we ask that you reveal to us anything that might be getting in the way of me hearing from you. Then give me the grace to deal with the lies that I'm believing, to dismantle any strongholds that are hindering my relationship with you and my ability to hear you. My declaration today is that I believe and declare that you are speaking to me every day. I am listening and I hear you. Thanks for joining us on this podcast about hearing God. For more information about Restoring the Foundation's ministry and or training, we invite you to go to our website. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth 
empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.